In the aftermath of the Soviet Union's demise, Russia saw its wealth get concentrated into the hands of just a handful of businessmen. These oligarchs, known as the New Russians, came to own over half of the Russian economy, including its vast oil industry. That's why today we'll learn exactly how this transition happened, especially in the context of one of Russia's biggest oil companies, Lukoil. On Christmas Day in 1991, the president of the USSR Mikhail Gorbachev announced on national television that he had resigned. The bigger shock of this announcement, however, was that Gorbachev would have no successor. Instead, the Soviet Union would be dissolved. On the following day, the Russian flag was flown over the Kremlin and Russian President Boris Yeltsin was now in power. His vision for the future of Russia was one of drastic reforms. He wanted to transition Russia to a free market economy as fast as possible. With funding from the Bush Senior Administration and the research from a Harvard University think tank, Yeltsin put the Russian economy in shock therapy. He removed price and currency controls, lifted barriers on international trade, but most importantly, he privatized the country. Obviously, in a free market economy, you can't have the state running major industries, but Yeltsin didn't have the time to set up a proper infrastructure for the transition. Instead, he opted for a very simple solution. Every Russian citizen was issued a voucher that could be exchanged for shares in any recently privatized business. The idea was for workers to convert their vouchers for shares in the companies they worked for, essentially getting the regular people to benefit from the success of their chosen industry. While the idea sounded good on paper, it was extremely easy to abuse. Most Russians at the time had no concept of capitalism or shares in a company. In fact, in the aftermath of 1991, people were happy to even get their wages with just a few months delay. Now, these vouchers were worth the equivalent of about $30, which back then amounted to one month's wage. So what happened in reality is that a vast majority of people immediately sold their vouchers for cash, either to feed their families or to buy otherwise lavish luxuries like a refrigerator. Very few Russians in 1991 were both educated enough and rich enough to take advantage of the opportunity these vouchers presented, and the ones that could ended up becoming very wealthy, often through rather dishonest practices. The oil company Sibneft, for example, stopped paying the salaries of its workers for several months in a row, because supposedly it didn't have any money. But the owner of the company, Roman Abramovich, was generous enough to offer to buy the shares of the few workers who were smart enough to convert their vouchers instead of selling them. And just to be sure, some of the newly privatized oil companies issued more shares to be sold privately, in order to dilute the few stragglers that remained. Of course, all of this was done through various shell companies, so that regular people didn't know what was going on until it was too late. So let's walk through the whole process of becoming a billionaire Russian oligarch, using as an example Vagit Alekperov. He was born in the capital of present-day Azerbaijan. His father was an oil worker, so he studied engineering and eventually moved to work in western Siberia, where large oil fields had been discovered in the early 1960s. In 1983, he became director of oil production in a town called Kogolem, where he dramatically boosted their output, from a few million barrels a year in 1983 to 240 million seven years later. He did that by integrating the three branches of the business – exploration, refining and distribution, which under the Soviet system were entirely separate. His performance caught the attention of Moscow, and he was invited there to serve as deputy minister of oil and gas. 
When he realized that the Soviet Union was on its way out, he made great efforts to build up favor with Boris Yeltsin, who in return granted Alekperov autonomy to consolidate the Russian oil business in the most profitable part of the country. That's how he created Lukoil, as a merger of three big oil producers in the region. Now, under the privatization scheme, the state would keep one-third of the shares, the workers would get one-third through the voucher system, and then the final third would be reserved for outside investment. Alekperov and the other oligarchs, of course, quickly bought out the workers. They also got a chance to buy out the shares held by the government when Boris Yeltsin needed to raise money for his re-election campaign. Despite the consolidation, though, Lukoil's production was still inefficient compared to Western oil companies due to its declining Soviet-era equipment. So, Lukoil struck a deal to sell 70,000 barrels of oil per day to Chevron and using the revenues as collateral for a $700 million loan from a Japanese company. With new equipment, Lukoil soared to record profitability, even in the midst of the oil crash of 1998. Of course, the main benefactors here are the oligarchs. They've been doing pretty much everything they can to move as much of their wealth as possible outside of Russia, mostly by purchasing stock in foreign companies and real estate. As to what the future holds for Lukoil and the other Russian oil companies, the truth is that they aren't gonna disappear anytime soon. Oil remains the lifeblood of the Russian economy, even though prices have been low for over two years now. So, in a nutshell, the Russian oligarchs have many decades of oil revenue to look forward to, while the Russian people... Well, not so much. Now, many of the photos you saw in this video came from Storyblocks, which I can happily recommend to you for all your stock image needs. If you've been thinking of starting your own YouTube channel, I can tell you that having such a library of resources is a huge help. What makes Storyblocks even better is that they operate on a subscription model, so you pay a fixed fee to access their full member library of over 400,000 images. You should definitely check them out, and to that end, I'm giving you a 7-day free trial if you register with the link in the description. Of course, I want to give huge thanks to everybody on Patreon for supporting me, and to you for watching. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter and Reddit, and as always, stay smart.